Well, hey, girl, welcome to She's Doing Big Things. I'm your host, Alicia Lee, the original she, top income producer, freedom advocate, serial entrepreneur, winner of all the things, world traveler, and now digital nomad. I've lived my entire life feeling a little different, dreaming a little bigger, doing a little more, and believing I was destined to have it all. So I can imagine if you're here, you get it. You're a dreamer, a doer, an entrepreneur, so you're ready to set some big goals and smash them. So with that in mind, let's freaking get started. Well, hello there, my darling doers and she-eos, and welcome to another episode of She's Doing Big Things, the podcast for women who are ready to go all in, go after it, and also own their schedule like the boss you were born to be. So in this episode, the finances you were born to enjoy as well. I am beyond excited to have one of the most passionate individuals I have ever met on my podcast to date. She is not only a faded Facebook friend, but we have quickly become cohorts in doing big things and making really big plans. Our guest today is definitely going to help you with that New Year's anti-resolution as she tells us how easy it can be to actually create a lifestyle out of loving your money rather than the 30-day BS we are used to creating from January 1st until the post-January taper where resolutions sadly disappear. So I want you in this moment to screenshot your listening screen and send it to me at She's Doing Big Things. Tag us in that screenshot so you can get entered to win a $25 gift card in the month of January because I don't know if you knew this or not, but not only do we do big things around here, but we win big also. All right, so it is officially time to welcome my guest, Nicole Stork Hestad. Welcome, welcome, my dear. How is it going down there in good old Kentucky? Is it warmer than it is here? I don't know about warmer. It's like 20 something today. So I don't know. Okay. That's good, right? That is good. That is good. We'll take some sunshine. I know all about that. We actually got a huge snow dumping the other day, but it's looking pretty and looking like a white Christmas. Oh, excellent, excellent. All right, my dear. So what are we talking about today? We had like legit the best conversation and course knockout session I think I've ever had before. And you were probably the easiest person I've ever done a big old game plan with. So what do you think made that so simple? Oh my gosh, Alicia. Well, first of all, I think it was probably part of your superpowers because you asked such good questions during those sessions, and you're so good at distilling information. So I really feel like you kind of pulled it out of me, really. But you know, I just love, I love money, and I love people, and I really just love working with people to help them truly master their money. So I think this uh, brainstorming session just kind of pulled all of that crazy financial information out of my brain, and hopefully is going to get to the masses soon. I love it. That is amazing. And thank you so much for the kind words. I I didn't know that that was necessarily a superpower of mine, but I will 
totally wear that as a cape. So <laughs> heck sure. yes, owning that today. <laughs> so tell me your quick one-off thoughts and experiences regarding New Year's resolutions and people's finances. So a lot of times I, I really hate financial New Year's resolutions. I, I really do. I feel that when we make resolutions, we're doing it so that we can become a better person and more well-rounded um, and, you know, healthier, whatever, you know, those, those types of things where you're like, I'm going to do something more extra, you know, develop more, but finances are not a part of that. They are a part of your daily grind and your life. And they can't just be resolutions. They have to be lifestyle transformations. And I really hate to see them get piled up with those gym memberships that you're not using or, you know, that, you know, that diet plan that you thought you were going to be on. I just really hate to see all those idealized budgets crumpled up by the end of January. Maybe they make it to March. I don't know. I don't love it. Yes. Oh my goodness. Seriously. I don't know about you, but I've never really been a resolutioner. I kind of joined the hype a little bit and I'm like, yeah, this year I'm gonna. And then I create this, of course, to-do list, laundry list that's like 25 items. And do any of them really get done? I don't know. Right. So this year, what do you think is the one big thing that people really need to focus on? outside of just their financial stability, but what about their finance is like the one thing? I think the really big thing is honoring who they really want to be at the end of 2020. So when they're thinking about 2020 and they're thinking about their finances, when they can picture themselves at the end of 2020 and what they look like and what they've accomplished that year, that's really going to drive every single financial decision because you'll have something to stack it up against. So I think really knowing what you want out of the year is going to be the biggest thing that you can do. Ah, yes, absolutely. Like an overwhelming concept or an overenveloping concept of who you want to be and what your true goal is in life. I love that. Yeah, it's just like creating this clear vision for yourself in just a short term. Like we're not asking for 50 years down the road. We're just looking at the year, just the one year. What do you want that vision to be? Right. And this next year is going to pass just like the last one did in a flash. So quick. Yeah. So if you're not creating that focus up front and that vision up front for what this next year can be, you're just setting yourself up for failure. Easily easily setting yourself up just to be, you know, have those regrets. And we don't love regrets. I don't love regrets. I know you don't either, Alicia. We just want the people that we work with to be like, oh, well, I was awesome this year, (laughs) you know, instead of I could do better. Just that I was, I was totally awesome this year. Yes. I always say the sting of falling short is far less than the sting of regret. Mm, So true. Oh, that's so good. So Tell me this. I know we've talked about your financial pillars and your financial barriers. So talk to me about what those are and what that actually means for everybody listening. Oh, awesome. Oh my gosh. So finances, first of all, I love it so much. But when I am working with a client, the client and I, or the clients and I, because I love couples and I love families as well as individuals, but we hunker down and we define what their version of the three key pillars of financial success are. 
And this is not widespread. Actually, Alicia, you helped me pull these out and define them. I didn't realize this was part of my process. So that's kind of cool. But the three pillars are a client's core values, client's healthy boundaries, and a client's vision for the future. And once we identify those three key areas, we can refine them and work together so that we can prevent what I believe the major pitfalls of your finances are overspending, underestimating, and the unexpected. Yes. Talk to me about the unexpected because that's one that I feel like we are unexpecting in this conversation, pun intended. So the unexpected is truly the budget, finance, wealth, richer life ruiner. It's those things that we just thought that wasn't going to happen to us. That wasn't the thing that was going to happen. And usually they're not fun things. Usually the unexpected things that we, that completely derail our goals and our vision for ourselves and violate our boundaries and kind of encroach on our core values are things like, oh my gosh, you know, the HVAC system in my house literally fell apart and I have to replace it for 15 grand. Or um, I was in a car accident and my insurance isn't going to pay as much as I thought. These emergency situations that come up that just, they require our money and they try to rob from us because we didn't think that that could happen to us. If that makes sense. So it's not a fun topic. Every once in a while, there are fun, unexpected things, but usually we're able to say no to them because even though it would be fun, we know that it would completely ruin our finances. So it's usually those things that are not so fun that we think we're invincible against that happen, that derail us. Yes. So as someone who had to replace my roof and my HVAC system all within a 60-day period, I completely relate and resound with this as like the oopsie-daisy of life. And thank goodness I had a good financial plan at the time. I had the money there. And yes, it was a, a little bit of a blow to the savings account and the bank account. But it was not a blow to my overall life joy because the money was there. Yes, it's so important to take care of our future selves, which is why future vision is one of the um, pillars. When you see yourself in the future, you don't see yourself falling apart because you had an unexpected thing happen. You see yourself being like, ah, this sucks. But knowing that you have basically your own line of credit sitting for you in the bank, right? Like it's your own personal thing that you can go and take from and and use. And that's what it's for. So even though it doesn't feel good to use it, that is what it's for. And it's awesome. I'm so excited for you that you have that. That's beautiful. Yes, it felt beautiful as well. (laughs) It felt hard and beautiful. So I know in our session, we came up with this freaking genius idea between our two brains, what geniuses we are, of the financial freedom triad. So I really want people to know that what you're talking about, it looks like a triangle. It's amazing. And I'm actually going to drop a picture of it in down in the show notes so that people can get the full visual. But explain to me also what this really means for them and what it creates for our listeners out there who want to know that they can take control of their finances. Oh my gosh, absolutely. It's so exciting. So imagine those three pillars that we talked about, core values, healthy boundaries, and a vision of the future. They come together to form the three sides of a triangle. So if you've got that triangle in your head, in the middle of the triangle is you. You stand in the middle of the triangle, you and your money. 
And we use the sides of the triangle, your vision, your boundaries, your core values to create kind of like a shield um, that protects you from everything outside, aka the pitfalls of finances, overspending, underestimating, and the unexpected. Those things are not allowed to touch you or your money because you have your boundaries, your vision, and your values in place. So any decision that you need to make, you ask yourself three questions. Is this in line with my core values? Does this violate any of the boundaries I have set for myself? And is this going to serve the vision of the future I've carefully cultivated? If the answer to any one of those aforementioned questions is no, then the whole thing is a no. It's a definite no. It's a get away from me no. If those answers are yes, then it is a unanimous, bring it into the triangle. I am going to give my money to it because it is going to serve my vision. It aligns with my core values and it is, uh, promotes my healthy boundaries. So essentially everything that you do, every decision that you make with your finances and with your life, you have this idea of it fits inside my triangle and if it doesn't, it's probably a pitfall. Yes, I love that so much because with so much complexity in life and so many decisions, hello adulting, like so many things happening all the time and so many things to process, it's nice to know that there are some really easy yeses out there, right? Yes. And that doesn't mean, I would like to state that that doesn't mean that every yes is inexpensive, right? So it doesn't necessarily mean that everything that's under $20 is going to be a yes because it's cheap. We let good and luxurious and expensive and, and grounding things into our triangle if they fit the three pillars of, of financial success. So And that doesn't mean that everything that's a no, sometimes you have to say no to things that you really want um, for now. And so it it really helps you to clarify and distill down how you're going to spend your money mindfully so that you know that every decision that you make is going towards that future vision you've created for yourself, even if it's just in the single year of 2020. Absolutely. And even if it's just the single year of 2020, now is the best time to start, right? Because 2020 is going to happen with or without you, whether you're prepared or not, whether you're ready or not, it's going Mm -hmm. to happen. And so then the year after that is going to happen and the year after that is going to happen. And so if you don't start now, then, then when is it going to be time? Exactly. It is worth a few minutes of your time to sit down and put these things together so that you know how to make easy decisions. We already have decision fatigue in our lives anyway. Why not just kind of make it a little bit easier by reflecting for a little bit? And then you'll know. You'll know when to say yes. And you will know when to say like, no, absolutely not. No, no, no. And, and that's going to feel so good. It's going to take a weight off. It's going to be way less stressful. Yes, absolutely. Let's get rid of some of that stress in our lives. So paint this picture for me. What is a client scenario that's really common that you've seen so many times that breaks down this financial triad? So I think one of the most vivid examples for clients is actually when they're deciding whether or not they're going to hire me as their money coach. If clients had the use of the freedom triad, they would find that being held accountable for their money relationship and moving from money chaos to money confidence aligns with their core values, fits inside their healthy boundaries, and will not only serve 
but will greatly expedite their vision for the future. That's three yeses, Alicia. And when something is three yeses, you let it in. You find the money. It's worth the investment in yourself because it only promotes your growth and who you want to be. Even if it seems a little risky or uncertain, you know that choice is eventually going to pay off by creating more freedom for you and getting you closer to the goals that you already have. Unfortunately, most try to do New Year's resolutions where they DIY their finances and they muscle through to get on track or pay down debt and save for retirement. If they were using the triad, they could see how resolutions like these are actually really too vague. They feel detached and that's not actually freeing. It creates more of a financial prison because money guilt comes in, money shame comes in. And they're just, you begin to justify letting yourself off the hook for not reaching these goals that you didn't really set with any intention or feedback. And this adds to money overwhelm. And that leads you to a more chaotic, worse money place, possibly even than you started the year out with. So DIYing your finances actually violates all your boundaries. It serves to help crumble the vision, right? It's sabotaging the vision that you've created for yourself. And it doesn't align probably with who you are at your core because you don't want to be a quitter and you don't want to live in chaos. So that's that's three hard no's on DIYing your finances if you are already in a place of overwhelm. And so I think that if we could get this, at least even just this freedom triad out into the world, people would start to be able to make decisions in that capacity. Was that, was that a pretty clear picture of how it could work? Yes, 100%. And I'm envisioning literally like this person standing at the edge of a bridge and their finances, their financial security. And so many of us are seeking that, right? Like we want that comfort. We want that security. We want that safety net. We're just not yet ready to build it. But the financial triad creates the safety net to cross the bridge to actually be on the other side. So you feel safe and comfortable because it's based on who you truly are the entire time. Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm so glad it's so clear. (laughs) Yes. I love that so much. So lastly, I hate for any episode to come to an end, but I think this one might be one of my very favorites, but... I'll ask my last question of you. What do you think the over, under, unexpected portion of the triangle is? And where have you most commonly seen this in the clients that you work with? And how do these play into the triad? I know we talked about the unexpected, but talk Mm -hmm. to me about the over, under. So overspending, underestimating, and unexpected financial pitfalls are out there waiting for you every day. And without having a solid customized system in place, that was built so that you could fend off these pitfalls, your personal financial triggers and sabotaging patterns and limiting mindsets, they're just going to be waiting to jump on those and basically destroy your financial goals. And so these will help to trick your brain. Like these, these things can trick your brain into thinking that you're not worthy, that you're not worth the investment, that words like wealth don't apply to you. And so when I think about my clients, there's no one thing that jumps out because money is so personal. That's why it's called personal finance. But I do know that using this triad, using the financial freedom triad to help you say no with confidence to whatever your personal money pitfall might be, whether you're an overspender, you have a lot of emotion around your money, there's so many trauma there, you don't understand your habits surrounding your money. You can learn to say no 
to things like overspending because they violate your boundaries. Or you can say no to underestimating because at your core, you know who you are and how to purposefully plan for that. And you can say no when the unexpected comes up, no to the overwhelm, no to the stress that comes with unexpected things in your finances because you've set up a place for yourself like you did, like you're a great example of you set up yourself up for success of being able to go and get from your savings to help cover things that were the unexpected. So I think if we can properly learn to use this tool to learn when to say yes and no, we're not going to have those pitfalls wreaking havoc on everybody's financial goals for 2020. Instead, everybody will just be walking around like, oh yeah, I feel power when I say yes and I know I'm saying yes because it aligns and it meets me where I am and it fits inside my boundaries and it's going to serve me in the future. And when I say no, I mean it because I know that it's against all that I am. And that kind of confidence in your money is, is really all I want for people, honestly. Oh my goodness. I can literally feel your passion and your heart just like bursting through these airwaves. And I know everybody else is going to feel that as well. So I really want people to know where they can find you. Number one, I know I'm going to have some links for you. So I'll drop them down in the show notes, but where can they find you right off the bat? Because somebody out there is like, I need this now and I can't wait to read down the show (laughs) notes. So where can they find you? And also I want them to know that they're going to be getting with you the anti-resolution, like the lifelong lasting method that creates a true sustainable resource for what to do with their money and how to control it, right? So what are you going to be offering for them and where can they find you? So I am pretty easy to find. I am Miss Money Therapist on Instagram. And my Facebook page is Nicole Stork Hested Money Coaching and Counseling. So come and join me in these places. Message me, direct message me. I would love to talk to you. And in 2020, the things that I'm going to be offering, I have a couple of January spots left for one-on-one coaching. And that's about a 12-week process. And then in the summer, I'm going to be releasing my first course. So I'm super excited about that. So be looking um, for that in all of my spaces. But yeah, come talk money with me. I would love that. I I do. I get so excited um, when people want to work through their financial turmoil and get to a place where they're like, yeah, I deserve a richer life, whatever that means to them. So yeah, please, please come find me. Yes, I love this so much because I love that you're layering your offers, right? Like I talk about this so much. You have that one-on-one basis for the people who truly want that connection and almost a handheld step-by-step accountability process. Then you're also going to have that course layer for the do-it-yourselfer, the person who wants to do it in their own pace and their own time with the same information at a different price point. And I think that that is just amazing. And it is true entrepreneurship and leadership. Thank you. I'm so excited that you had me on today. Thank you so much, Alicia. You're amazing. Well, thank you. And back at you. Oh my goodness. Uh, We're giving each other an airwave high five, I feel like. So (laughs) amazing. Well, thank you so much, Nicole, for coming on, for trusting me. And I am absolutely in love with where your business is going and where we are heading together into 2020. I know you're going to help Literally, so many people create so much ease around the money they spend and the money they keep. It seems like such a simple 
strategic program, but it's also got its complexities because it's personalized. And I can't wait to see it unfold for you and so many others. Yay! Thank you so much. Absolutely. And with that, doers and CEOs, we are into 2020 with a freaking bang. I wish I could explode some poppers right now or give you fireworks, but please just imagine those. Create the vision because that's what I'm doing with you. And so many of you are setting resolutions. I invite you to truly evaluate who you have in your corner, not just cheering you on, but holding you accountable to that goal because the stats are outrageous on the discrepancy between those who do have a coach or a mentor and who put the skin in the game by investing in themselves and those who do not. This is your year. 2020 is the time. If not now, then when? So with that, have an amazing day, my CEOs. Happy January 1st. Happy 2020. A brand new month, a brand new year, and a brand new decade. It is time to step into your power like the boss you were born to be, to delegate like a true CEO, and to show up like the superstar that you are. Have an amazing day. What is up, my darlings and doers? If you loved this podcast, please don't leave it behind. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button and do us a huge favor. Give us a quick rating. It not only helps me to know where you're listening, but it also helps the new listener to find this podcast and become the next doing success story. So with that, I'm off to do some big things or help one of my amazing clients get her doing list done. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next week.